Welcome to Conversations with Cheese and the Tugboat. We are continuing our Tugboat's Texas trip saga with the chef as our guest host while Cheese uh, looks after his new baby. So please enjoy day two, starting right uh, now. Anyways, we'll move on. So day two was our Fort Worth plan. So we wanted to go over to Fort Worth. I noticed right across the street there was a Denny's, and I was having my Grand Slam, which no question. I had everything's bigger in Texas, and I wanted to see was the Grand Slam which bigger. Uh, it was not. It was about, about the same size. It was exactly the yeah, same. Yeah. Chain restaurants, right? Um, chef said he was still a little full, so he stayed in the room. And then when we're leaving, he's okay. Well, let's get a coffee from the lobby, and away we go. So I went in there with him, and we looked, and he's like, oh, some bacon here. Breakfast was included. So yeah, was breakfast was free. Like, full breakfast. Hot breakfast was free. Didn't full realize that when I went to Shitty Denny's. hot breakfast was free. So he took, we noticed a sign that said you can't take food out of the place. So, you know, we're smart guys. Took a coffee cup. And I, I called it a bouquet of bacon on the website. <laughs> it was about that, yeah. And then he saw the omelets, and so he threw one of those folded omelets into there. and then Filled saw... with processed American cheddar. Which yeah, was so good. <laughs> which was, yeah. And then took a uh, sausage patty, or two, one mm-hmm. I think, and just rammed that, folded it all into a coffee cup and put a lid on it, and then had an actual coffee. So we got in the car and he was eating away at his coffee cup of breakfast which was hilarious and uh yeah we made it to fort worth he had it did a work call where we previously we argued about the uh flat iron steaks and flat iron versus the bavette yeah. <sighs> for your, those of you listening uh, that know your beef uh the bavette is a tasty cut the word flat iron flat just, iron i just associate that with cheap you garbage meat you you would well anyways i don't think i got my way i'm not making major decisions for restaurant chains as it turns out we moved everyone to the flat iron across cross country so we um got to the stockyards we were early because we didn't want to miss the running of the for those of you that don't realize dallas and fort worth the airport's in the center, they call it Dallas Fort Worth Airport, yeah, because it's literally in between the two towns. Near They're, Arlington, and uh, very different, though only 40, 35 minutes apart from yeah, each other. Forty minutes. Forty minutes. So we got to their stockyards, and this is like a this is the kind of the old west portion, the tourist portion. So we uh, we wanted to see them move the herd. So they have this Fort Worth herd of. Texas Longhorn cattle, and they move them twice a day. Basically, they just t- take them out of their pen and walk them around the building and put them back in the pen. So we thought that would be really neat to see. So we got there really early because we didn't want to miss that. And uh, everything was still closed when we got there, which kind of sucked. But we wandered around. We saw some stuff. Uh, got some nice photos near some fake cows and all kinds of business. Bought some souvenirs. Yep, bought a nice, got my spoon. We'll talk about that uh, later on. Belt buckle for a friend. Yeah, I got uh, the inspector got his belt buckle. He wanted the perfect combination of obnoxious and uh, and cheap. So I think Nailed I hit it. it on the mark. <laughs> got him that, and 
We checked out the Cowtown Coliseum where they still do rodeos on a regular basis. It's been going for a hundred years. We saw some stuff from the Rodeo Hall of Fame, which was neat. And then we saw the, the herd move with these like six to eight foot wingspan horns on these beasts. Yeah, they're not lying. Like the long, long horn, horn is serious. Totally like, totally legit. Like my uncle Ed used to just not trim the horns on his cows and they would get, you know, four or five feet. You'd be like, Well, look at the Texas T Longhorn Uncle Ed over here. No. The real ones are far more serious. Super aggressive. And like, they curl. It's it's neat. Um, and we were both blown away with just the subtle moves, tilts of their heads and stuff to navigate around or like, move. Like, so spatially aware. How they don't spear each other constantly. How big their yeah, yeah their their span is. Like, it's yeah. Pretty... Not like I jam my head in and then I go and turn my head sideways and go through. Like, they just know. Yeah, they would go through on some angle and shuffle through. But there's... There's a video on the web page and stuff. You guys can see it uh, for yourselves. It's a YouTube video, about a minute and a half. You have that much time. So then we started looking at, you know, Chef wanted boots. He wanted to buy cowboy boots. You're only in Texas once. Well, we'll only ever be in Texas once. No, I'm, I might go back. I'm still sticking to that. Anyways, so we went to this western store to see what you know just to see what kind of price range we're looking at the store we went in was a fine western gear shop and the boots started at two thousand dollars and went significantly higher from there it was like it was like they were like everyone was a senator and they were they were clothing senators and congressmen yeah there was like there's like alligator (laughs) skin and rattlesnake and very exotic and fancy yeah. we just wanted like a couple hundred dollar pair of boots here not you know a new car worth of boots so left there in a hurry and we but there was three steakhouses yeah. and we had some pretty voracious debate before we settled on going to h3 it's part of booger red saloon which you know like if you know the, anything about Booger Red, well, you, enough you, said. You think back, that like this place has been here since the 1800s, yeah. and they're still doing it the same as they did back then, but with like Interact and Debit. Mm-hmm. But anyways, um, we had lunch. Our waitress's name was Shauna. Didn't remember that. I definitely did. She was that. She was a Southern Belle. That's the kind of woman I'd be chasing after if I lived down there. She had a couple of kids, and she was trying to be a special needs school teacher i wasn't there for all that conversation she was telling that other guy at the other <laughs> table just that you were in. Creepily <laughs> Absolutely. It. are you being a creep yep <laughs> <laughs> so then we went into this we we're like we got to find a better store to buy boots so we went into a place called fincher's white front which is apparently is a big deal <clears throat> and uh we're, we found some shirts I found a beautiful blue button-up, nice pearl snaps. It was tight, but I had just eaten a huge meal, so I figured it was, it was a bit. It would work out. Yeah, I also had two shirts on at the time. Anyways, yeah. so was, bought that because yeah, why bought. wouldn't you? And you were trying to find an obnoxious rodeo shirt. I didn't want obnoxious so much as you had aggressive colors on that. Shirt. I <laughs> uh, the one I bought 
was not aggressive but no. yes i definitely tried on some very some, aggressive like wrangler tanks. branded yeah. yeah wrangler across the shoulders <laughs> but uh so we went on to the other side of the store and this old man explained to us in detail how cowboy boots work i said well my running shoes are size 15 and he said well your boots will probably be about size 12 then said, what that doesn't make any sense but anyway, I don't want to he, get into it. But he, he knew what it. he was talking about. So he put yes, me. Yes, he just looked at our feet <clears> and just like, yeah, this is probably your size. Yeah. So he put me in some boots. Uh, and then you chickened out. And then I chickened out, and I wore them around the store for a while. Like we were there for a good half an hour, yeah. forty minutes. Yeah. Really trying to make a decision on do cowboy boots fit in my life. So then we walked. So he chickened out. So we went to go look at the herd. And we were watching them, like they were getting ready to feed them, so we stayed and watched. I heard the tractors coming, dumping the bales in, critiquing the guy, dumping the bale, saying how he was doing it wrong. And then they let the cows in and watched them move around and eat their grain, I guess something, maybe watching those cowboys feed the cows or something, but chef decided I gotta have those boots. So he headed back to get the boots. Uh, Tugboat had some had to have a little bathroom break in the bottom of the Rodeo Hall of Fame in a secluded bathroom. And I will say, those are the cheriest of cowboy boots. Absolutely. Have you worn them since you got home? I, I almost brought them on my trip to Louisiana. I just didn't pack them because I had too much stuff I was already Did packing. Did you wear them to work yet? Uh, no, I have not. Have you so. worn them at any point? I've worn them around the house. Oh, well then. Uh... Good investment. <laughs> I knew it. Uh, yeah, I totally would have fit in well enough in Louisiana with those boots. Well, yeah. So while I'm waiting for the chef to come back with his boots, I meet a nice uh, Native American man and his family, Manny and his wife, a Dot or something like that. They give me her business card and they're really concerned about my overall wellness and they wanted me to sign up for their wellness retreat or something i don't know what they were selling but i think i lost the guy's card i have it somewhere but uh super weird conversation with this elderly native guy trying to sell me some kind of wellness stuff this is why i don't leave you alone well i get myself into trouble so we were like okay enough of the old west let's well you did i did try to convince you to buy that I should have bought my boots. Those... No, no, no. The that cowhide for two hundred bucks. Oh yeah, that was that idea. And that, well, no, that other store that we went to. Uh, uh, yeah, when that's we, true. When we circled back the through the train station. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that was. But it was the same price at IKEA, and the one at IKEA was definitely bigger and faker. Yeah, this one. I don't think it was. I don't think it's fake at IKEA. I, I think that's uh, to be continued. So we wanted a taste of modern Fort Worth, so we went to we wanted to go to Rar and Son <coughs> Brewing. Yeah. But they're only open for like the blink of an eye during the week, so we ended up at Chimera Brewing Company, which the beer was probably not as good. Crafty. And uh, but the seating was top notch. There was a very comfortable couch and chair that we sat in yeah, and it was awesome. Casually had our beers and then walked it, it was at this point that uh, I look at my phone and I got geo-targeted an ad because I was in Fort Worth and it said, tired of wearing those tennis shoes around Fort Worth? Stop in and buy some cowboy boots and fit in. 
and I was looking at my feet, and I was wearing tennis shoes. (laughs) I had my pair of Stan Smiths on, but I also had cowboy boots in the car, so I felt like... Like they really, Too late. they really knew me, and they really targeted me really well. I feel like they got to get their timing locked uh, in a little bit. I they probably were like just two, probably needed they were to be at least an hour late. At least an hour, but yeah, yeah. Anyways, that kind of stuff scares me a little bit. But so when we were planning to go to Rar and Sons, there is a barbecue place around the corner called Jesus Barbecue, and we were like, it's close. We got to go there. Authentic good. Mexican. Good reviews. Feeling good about it. So where we ended up having our beer, we had to walk 20 minutes. So we're walking along. It's a very, it's a beautiful day. And uh, we notice the neighborhood is getting progressively sketchier. <clears throat> and from not sketchy to sketchy, nobody on the city streets. Yeah, we noticed that in Dallas too, that there's no pedestrians in Texas. They all probably just drive. Yeah, super weird. We saw a bunch of dudes just hanging out in a parking lot. We couldn't figure out what the business was. That was a little disconcerting. And then the next block, we saw a place called Gift Shop, which pretty sure they weren't selling gifts in there. I'm yeah. pretty sure that was an illegal business of some nature. Um, so we were walking along, and you can tell they're trying to make it a nicer neighborhood. They were doing sidewalk work and working on the street, etc., making things nice. And we walk, we see the Jesus Barbecue building, and we didn't say anything to each other. We both just walked right past it. Because like, as we approach, again, another cinder block building, but... Oh, this was like der- a house. Yeah, derelict, yeah. derelict to fuck. Though. Bars all over the place. Every window and door is barred up. No real appropriate signage. Just a little small open sign. So we walk by. With, without, we, without even looking at each other. We both looked at the door. Like, nope. Nope. <laughs> and also pretty sketched out by the area around us and just said, mm, I don't know about that. So we stop and say, kind of regroup and say, well, we walked all this way. Like we got to, let's just man up here and go in so we go in and there's an older black man with a huge fan of cash like several hundred dollars and he's just counting it bill by bill and it's like wow this is we're in trouble and a a very pleasant mexican lady came over to or i guess Hispanic hispanic came over to start talking to us Pretty sure it's not Jesus Barbecue. Pretty sure it's Jesus Barbecue. Because mm-hmm. it was all the way Mexican. Um, so we ordered. The meals were incredibly cheap. Like my, this meal that I'm looking at on the website was $8. Um, it was all I could do to finish it. I don't even know if I ate all of it. I did, absolutely. <laughs> and, yeah, it, that killed us. Like, it was heavy. There's probably, like... worth of cheese on this plate and just outrageous food. So good. I I had the uh, house smoked brisket tacos. They were good. Three tacos, didn't you? Yeah, they were good. So use the bathroom, which was unnecessarily clean and fresh and pleasant. Yeah, it was a a, a Uh nice. Oh, and the nonstop tortilla chips as as you (sighs) sit there and wait for your food were what was pretty. It was a thinner. Salsa, then yeah. I, it was definitely more, 
We'll call it authentic and just roll with that. Yeah, okay. It was authentic. (laughs) For lack of a better term. Cheaper. Cheaper. Um, The clientele was uh, very mixed. Got got to see a whole span of the area there. It was interesting. All walks. Little college couple came in and sat down. They looked happy to see us there, and then we left pretty much immediately. So (laughs) that was fun for us. But walked back to our car. Um... And then we took the uh, the road back. We were I, I tried to get a good picture of the uh, President George Bush Parkway sign, but it was all blurry. And our plan was let's go have a nightcap at Ferris Wheeler's Barbecue, which is right beside Rodeo Goat, just to you know spread our wings a little bit. Once we got back to Dallas, but then Chef's like, oh, just let's go go back to the room for a minute. And pretty much took his pants off and crawled into the bed, and I knew that was the end of the day. Yeah, that was that was the end. Yeah. So that. So definitely missed out on Rarard Sons. Walked yeah, by that would have been nice. It came highly recommended from uh, from a friend uh, and uh, brewmaster. Missed out. So that's day two completed. Thank you for listening to Conversations with Cheese in the Tugboat. Um, you've just heard day two of Tugboat's Texas trip. So tune in next time for, you guessed it, day three. See you then.